Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Just some of the sounds. Pearl Harbor, 82 years ago today. That would launch us into World War II in 1942 and change the course of the world for the better. You would rather have not to have had it at all. But there can be no doubt that putting an end to fascism and putting um, to rest the imperialist Japanese made the world better. One can argue made Japan better. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Oh, uh, people will want, will want to argue that with me. Uh, that That is fine. <laughs> feel, feel free. The importance of remembrance. We're going to be told that this was horrible, and somehow we're going to be told how the United States deserved it and all the rest. I think the importance conversation here is that there is a a way to respond to an attack and I think that response needs to be with force and as of late we question whether or not we've done that certainly people ask that um, regarding uh, after September 11th was going into Iraq a, a, a response that made sense what was our response in Afghanistan 20 years of building a military that couldn't last five minutes there are, there are significant questions that people ask, and I'm not saying they don't have the right to, regarding what is, it that we, what is it that we have done in the wake of attacks on us that have provided value? Not financial opportunity for some, I'm talking about value. Well, one could argue that... Um, Women in Afghanistan had it better for the 20 years we were there than have it better now because no one has it better now uh, under the Taliban. It's just, it's not the way it goes. No one's life is better under the Taliban. Just doesn't work that way. But 20 years and billions of dollars and we didn't train an army that could actually fight that's that's horrific. That's obscene. I think it's okay to say so. But it is not okay to, to forget one's history, to forget where one comes from, to forget what has happened to the nation and how we responded. 
you wonder whether or not an attack could occur and the nation could ever be unified again. We see so many people in so many different directions. We see them hate the, the, the country. We see them hate themselves. And an attack will come just like you had some damn fools who say, oh, is the chickens coming home to roost? Sometimes I don't know. But maybe there's uh, something to remember that, you know, uh, he ain't heavy, he's my brother, as the expression goes. And that an attack on the United States should get a response that reminds people, you won't be trying this again for another 80 years. Let's go for 90, maybe 100. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Here, you know, first I'll tell you, um, just to respond to Ron, I, he continues to lie about my record. I actually said his don't say gay bill didn't go far enough because it only talked about gender until the third grade. And I said it shouldn't be done at all, that that's for parents to talk about. It shouldn't be talked about with schools. In reference to donors coming on board, look, we will take support from anybody we can take support from. But I have been a conservative fighter all my life. I was a Tea Party candidate when I became governor. We opposed every single corporate bailout we possibly could. We passed tort reform. We passed one of the toughest illegal immigration laws in the country. We passed pro-life bills. We moved an unemployment from 11% to 3%. We took on the unions, and we took on Obama when it came to the unions, the Syrian refugees, and everything in between. And so I've had a fight. And so as much as Ron says that, that's not true. But when Did you just call it the don't say gay bill? Governor Haley, Ambassador Haley, because that's a leftist talking point. And I found that to be gross in the debate last night. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. I'm here to tell you. I don't think uh, Nikki Haley had a good night. Don't tell me she won this thing. I think she hurt herself. And this whole idea that somehow she didn't say what she said regarding um, n- not only uh, uh, where you are on, uh, on, on right to privacy, that you shouldn't be able to be uh, private on, on, on the Internet, but that her, her whole conversation regarding uh, children and legislation regarding self-mutilation to change one's gender she was not truthful in this. When it comes to these corporate people that want to suddenly support us, we'll take it. But you can, they don't, I don't ask them what their policies are. They ask me what my policies are. And I tell them what it is. Sometimes they agree with me, sometimes they don't. Some don't like how tough I am on China. Some don't like the fact that I've signed pro-life bills. Some don't like the fact that I may oppose corporate bailouts. That doesn't matter, that's who I am. And that's why the most conservative grassroots group in the country, Americans for Prosperity, endorsed me last week. Well, because he didn't respond to the criticism. It wasn't about the parents' rights and education bill. It was about prohibiting 
sex change operations on minors. They do puberty blockers. These are irreversible. Talk to Chloe Cole. She went through this. Now she's an adult. She's warning against it. She may never be able to have kids again. That is what Nikki Haley opposed. She said the law shouldn't get involved in that. And I just ask you, if you're somebody that's going to be the president of the United States and you can't stand up against child abuse, how are you going to be able to stand up for anything? That, that is the truth. I we have it, we have it on video. I said, I said that if you have to be 18 to get a tattoo, you should have to be 18 to have anything done to change you your gender. said the law should stay out of it. We're going we're gonna to get to this in more detail later. Let's finish. For the record, here's what got said. Uh, Madam Ambassador, another question is what care should be on the table when a 12-year-old child in this country assigned female at birth says, actually, I feel more comfortable living as a boy. What should the law allow the response to be? Well, I think the law should stay out of it, and I think parents should handle it. That's what got said. And Ron DeSantis was not wrong. Nikki Haley was. And there have been a series of these things that have happened with her. She has been imploding her own candidacy. And I wish that wasn't the case. But it has been the case. It is clear and obvious that she said it And it is clear and obvious that she tried to engage a different statement in the debate. And she says, you're lying about me. She's the one who has to explain herself. And and for those people, I also have them online. Um, Of course, you don't let children mutilate themselves. And if you say to me, well, it's it's the parents, they, they they can do this, it's their kid. We allow abuse. We allow this as, as Americans. We allow children to be abused because the parent thinks it's okay. You're all nuts. You're all nuts. You're certifiable. A child can mutilate themselves because they think they're something else. The person who had this right in terms of as clear of a statement as can be made was Vivek Ramaswamy. Promise him seconds, go quickly. I think the North Star here is transgenderism is a mental health disorder. We don't let you smoke a cigarette by the age of 18. We don't let you have an addictive drink of alcohol by the age of 21. And I just challenge Ron DeSantis to go one step further and support what I think is clearly within the authority to do using federal funds just like Reagan did in 84 for the Highway Act that said the minimum drinking age needs to be 21. We can do the same thing when it comes to banning genital mutilation or chemical castration. Okay. I know Ron's been okay. unclear about that on the federal Haley. level. I'm crystal clear. That's where I stand. Got and it. That's a mental health disorder. That's, that's where it. I need to be at. Go ahead. I think that he was probably, I mean, he, he's good at, at, at the soundbite. And he, he didn't do everything well in this debate. I mean, he, I think he comes across in the overall like just a big ridiculous jerk face. But on that, he's as solid as the day is long. Solid as the day is long. If you ask me who won that debate, it was DeSantis. Because he goes back to his record, and his record works. If you ask me who had the biggest issue in that debate, uh, it's, it's Haley. Because she had the most to lose. 
I don't think Ramaswamy has gained a single vote. The, if Trump gets out of the race, he can do okay. It's Chris Christie who made every effort to say, guys, you can't vote for Trump. That guy is not fit. I am. I'm the only person being honest with you. It was the strategy that I said, where are these guys with this? When are they going to start talking about this? When are they going to start talking about Biden? When do they start? And he was the only one who did it. I don't imagine it's actually going to move him anywhere, but I'll, we could see. I mean, tell me what the polling does next week, and we can kind of you know, see, see if any of it worked. Meanwhile, there's this story. This reported today, Dave Lindquist over at the IBJ. Sean Huddleston, who is the president of Martin University, has um, resigned from the board of trustees of Newfields. That's four. We... The Newfields Museum experience, whatever we want to call it, is imploding over the last 30 days. It is a legitimate scandal right here in Indianapolis. And, like, we're all going to act like nothing's happening. You have the CEO, Colette Pierce Burnett, Dr. Burnett, leaving. But we don't know why she left. Did she leave on her own accord or was she asked to walk out the door? Was she walked out the door? Then you have members of the board of trustees saying, look, we've got some fiduciary issues here. This isn't how we want to work. Then you've got members of the board of governors saying, I I can't, I can't work like this. This does not work at all. You've got the quote from Chris Gall of Visit Indy saying, quote, my decision is being driven by the Board of Trustees repeatedly not engaging the Board of Governors in critical decision-making within our collective board work. This siloed approach to board governance goes well beyond the recent personnel decision and includes no alignment on budget operations or any strategic decision-making. Holy crap. Darian Christian, uh, you, you run this board. What the hell is going on there? Would you like to tell us? Would you like to explain it? The museum is in free fall. What's happening? And is this a problem that comes from the top? Or is there another problem we don't even know about? How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. What, coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, that is me, people. 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show. Sundays at 9 a.m. WIBC. WIBC.com. That's where you find it. You have got the Dow futures right now down 40. NASDAQ futures are up 54. Um, Look, it was five weeks of this market going up. This is not something to panic about or be surprised about. There are right now three very large releases in movies coming. You've got Wonka. That's right. They've got another Willy Wonka. This is Willy Wonka as a young man. Like any of these people even come close to Gene Wilder. Don't be ridiculous. 
Uh, so, so you've got that. You, am I hearing this right? There's a remake of the color purple. I, I, I'm. I didn't. I didn't know it had a. It had a remake even in them. But okay. Taraji P Henson is is in this one. Be very curious to see how that is, how that is received, and then Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which should be called Aquaman and the Lost Amber, because I don't know if Amber Heard is even in this movie now. I mean, we heard what happened in Johnny Depp's bed, and we're like, maybe, maybe less Amber would be uh we'd be all be better off with a little less Amber. <laughs> don't look at me; you did it to yourself. So you've got three major films coming out. Uh, I think the one that's going to do do the best. I mean, don't get me wrong; Aquaman's going to do great. Uh, Iron Claw. Do you know what the Iron Claw is about, producer Jonathan? Do you know what the Iron Claw is all about? I have no idea. It's about the Von Erich family, the first family of wrestling. Oh, that's Terry Von Erich. Yeah, was it was it Keith Von Erich? It's really interesting. So, so Zac Efron is 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 in this, and the guy who was in Shameless and he's the star of the Bear. I for, I forget I forget his name. I forget his name as a, as a, as an actor. Is it Jeremy Allen White? Um, the level of built these guys got. Like I didn't think Zac Efron had it in him to get back to a, a level of shredded, but he could do this. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Kevin Von Erich, Carrie Von Erich, the the whole thing. I think that's going to do very well. Because I don't think you understand how many wrestling fans there are out there. And for someone like myself who grew up with Georgia Championship Wrestling, World Championship Wrestling, um, the National Wrestling Alliance, the 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 the, the days of Ric Flair. This stuff is, this stuff hits all the nostalgia feels. All of it. So I think that one's going to be the breakout. That one's going to be the, the, the breakout movie. So look for that. Uh, the Iron Claw. Look for that movie near you. Now, the world is crazy. But we do not have to be. That is why. We bring you the TK, that's me, Tony Katz, Thursday music moment of brought to you by Kill a Dent because you don't need dents in, in your car. That, that's, that's ridiculous. Why in the world would you have a dent in your car when you could just reach out to the people at Kill a Dent? Kill a Dent Removal, uh, dot com. The hail damage, uh, the door ding repair, the mobile dent repair, they have got it all. Check out Kill a Dent, D E N T. Kill a Dent Removal dot com and then remove the dents uh, from your car. It's just that easy to do. And they sponsor the TK Thursday Music Moment. The world's crazy. We don't have to be. We take a moment play some tunes, catch our breath, and then we go back to the fight. We get back into the insanity. It's important to take a moment. We've been doing this for for a while now. Just getting ourselves a moment to relax. And uh, uh, today, I went to 1979. 
I went to 1979, and I, I mean, I assume this is a one-hit wonder from Patrick Hernandez, because you're like, who in the world is Patrick Hernandez? And I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I thought. But you all know the song. Born to be alive. Gonna be all right. Open up the windows, turn up the volume, enjoy. Three minutes of disco isn't good for the soul. Of course it is. Of course it is. Don't be ridiculous. Just a moment. Clear the head. Now we get back to work. been warning about the failure of this for years we've been warning about the technical ineptitude for years 
We have been warning of the abuse of drivers for years. The blue line is a terrible project. You need to go from the airport to uh, the Far East side. Now, look, of all of these, this is the one that I thought was the most interesting. The idea of going from uh, the, the airport into downtown Indianapolis. Then you saw what they were going to do to Washington Street. And you're like, oh, dang. There, w- there will not be room for a car. They are squeezing cars out so much, you would think it was caramel. That's, that's how bad it is. Nonsense. There is the idea that you're going to fit two of these bus lanes through Washington Street. The people are right to say this is not a good idea. Stop this. And if there was any respect from the people at Indigo, they would stop it. But there's no respect from the people at Indigo. There's no respect from the people who are involved in leadership in Indianapolis. They're telling you something. This is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. And it's going to ruin businesses. It's going to ruin them. And they're concerned and rightfully so. But the thing about the 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 James Briggs uh tweet was that it's it's as if you're saying, well, you knew what the deal was, why are you complaining? So you're saying that people shouldn't open businesses. It's a weird thing. Now, you did your research. You knew this was coming. Well, I guess I would ask the Smashburger guy, were you misled? See, that would be journalism. That, that's what that would, that's what that would. Do you feel like you were misled? Has something happened to make you now say, wait a second, if I had known that, I wouldn't have done this. Hey, we knew this was coming, but we didn't know it was going to be this bad. And we didn't know this was going to be the case. We didn't know that was going to be. I mean, at every moment, Indianapolis is kind of playing this weird game of take your shot. And some people are taking their shot, and I love it. The old Hard Rock Cafe is going to be a new place. Uh, they're, they're moving out of uh, Broad Ripple and going to move to downtown. You've got the approval on the tax district for 11 Park, which I think is going to be transformational in a great way. These are good things that have to do with the state of Indiana and have nothing to do with Indianapolis itself. But why would you ruin it with, well, a plan that that hurts motorists and business owners? Put an end to this bus nonsense now. You could still get out of it. The CEO of Indigo left. She's quitting. Quit this idea. Do it now. So here's the tweet from James Briggs, formerly the Indie Star, and now with Axios. The tweet states, the owner of Smashed Burger Bar in Irvington has become one of the go-to voices opposing the blue line. 
The weird thing about that is the Blue Line plan has been known for many years, and he just opened his business right on the route a few months ago. So you're arguing he shouldn't have opened his business, James? Or he opened his business and therefore has no right to complain about a blue line that everybody knows is not only going to not get used, but is going to destroy traffic patterns on Washington. I mean, you take a look at this thing. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. It's a big, hot, steaming pile of mess. And as you know, we have, from the very onset, opposed the red line. It looks like the red line Cause in a really long line It looks like the red line Waiting on the freaking red line We have been warning about the failure of this for years. We've been warning about the technical ineptitude for years. We have been warning of the abuse of drivers for years. The blue line is a terrible project. You need to go from the airport to uh, the Far East side. Now look, of all of these, this is the one that I thought was the most interesting. The idea of going from... Uh, the the airport into downtown Indianapolis. Then you saw what they were going to do to Washington Street. And you're like, oh, dang. There there will not be room for a car. They are squeezing cars out so much, you would think it was caramel. That's, That's how bad it is. Nonsense. There is the idea that you're going to fit two of these bus lanes through Washington Street. The people are right to say this is not a good idea. Stop this. And if there was any respect from the people at Indigo, they would stop it. But there's no respect from the people at Indigo. There's no respect from the people who are involved in leadership in Indianapolis. They're telling you something. This is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. And it's going to ruin businesses. It's going to ruin them. And they're concerned and rightfully so. But the thing about the 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 James Briggs uh tweet was that it's it's as if you're saying, well, you knew what the deal was, why are you complaining? So you're saying that people shouldn't open businesses. It's a weird thing. Now, you did your research. You knew this was coming. Well, I guess I would ask the Smashburger guy, were you misled? See, that would be journalism. That, that's what that would, that's what that would. Do you feel like you were misled? Has something happened to make you now say, wait a second, if I had known that, I wouldn't have done this. Hey, we knew this was coming, but we didn't know it was going to be this bad. And we didn't know this was going to be the case. We didn't know that was going to be. I mean, at every moment, Indianapolis is kind of playing this weird game of take your shot. And some people are taking their shot, and I love it. 
the old Hard Rock Cafe is going to be a new place. Uh, they're, they're moving out of uh, Broad Ripple and going to move to downtown. You've got the approval on the tax district for 11 Park, which I think is going to be transformational in a great way. These are good things that have to do with the state of Indiana and have nothing to do with Indianapolis itself. But why would you ruin it with, well, a plan that, that hurts motorists and business owners? Put an end to this bus nonsense now. You could still get out of it. The CEO of Indigo left. She's quitting. Quit this idea. Do it now.